This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You heard my conversation in the last segment with Aaron Sutherland, Vice President of the Insurance Bureau of Canada. They are out with a report today comparing auto insurance rates between B.C. and Alberta. They represent the private insurance companies. Alberta has private insurance. The report says Alberta drivers pay less than B.C. drivers. This is maybe not a surprise. They are saying, let us compete. Let's open up the market to private sector competition and auto insurance in British Columbia. Well, let's find out if the B.C. government is into that. David Eby, he's the Attorney General of B.C. He's the minister responsible for ICBC. I'm pleased to welcome him back to the show. Hi, thanks for coming on. Hey, Mike, thanks for having me. Thank you. When I take a look at this report, there's a lot of comparables that really jump out at here for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, it says that British Columbians are paying up to 42% more for their auto insurance than drivers are paying in Alberta. How do you respond to that? Well, there's there's two pieces to it, Mike. One is, um, I certainly acknowledge that people can find uh, cheaper insurance in Alberta. The issue is that they get less insurance for their money. So, for example, if you're in a single car crash in British Columbia, you hit some black ice and spin out, you're covered for $300,000 in injury. But if you do the same accident in Alberta, you're covered for $50,000. And if you don't think that's significant, if you hit a moose and you're rendered quadriplegic or you have to use a wheelchair, if you don't think that's a big difference between $50,000 and $300,000, you haven't tried living with those kinds of injuries. Yeah, but... And, and so... so the, the cost in part is that the benefits aren't as good. The second piece is well, hang on, but just like let me just of- let me just let me just jump in there. Sure, yeah. Be- because the Insurance Bureau of Al- of Canada is saying, okay, the limits are higher and the payouts in British Columbia are higher. They acknowledge that, but they're saying when you compare the actual payouts that people are receiving, they're pretty much the same. Like the average yeah, accident, but- the average accident benefits paid out in Alberta is five thousand seven hundred and sixty-four dollars in Alberta compared to $2,885 in B.C. Yeah, yeah, and we can wander down a, a technical rabbit hole here, and, and part of it well, is... Well, is that a rabbit hole, or is that just a basic, straight-up comparison? It's not, because they're comparing B.C. numbers that were reported to the Utilities Commission at a point in time. So for 2018, for the amount of payouts incurred when they report to the Utilities Commission at that point in time, it's not the full amount of injuries incurred in 2018. It's just the amount that they paid out by that point when they report to the Utilities Commission. So they're, they're comparing that point-in-time report instead of the full cost to the full projected cost of the injuries in Alberta uh, to the insurance system. So they're not comparing the same thing. Uh, and, and, but but here's, the, here's the point, Mike. If, yeah. if it's true, if it's true that private insurance companies could offer rates 43% lower for British Columbians, then they should do it. They can write for 50% of the premium dollars in B.C. They can write for all the collision insurance in B.C. They can write for extended third-party liability. They only have 10% of that market. And the reason for that is they, uh, they are either unwilling or unable uh, to put their money where their mouth is. They aren't willing to write for British Columbians. They, they can already compete. And when they try to compete, they don't beat ICBC's rates or they don't beat ICBC's okay. uh, uh, customer experience. One or the other, uh, because... They're simply not writing cheaper insurance policies for British Columbians in the areas where they can already do it. Well, when I talk to the private insurance companies on that, Minister, they're saying, well, if you want us to compete, 
give us all the information so we can compete. Give us all the comprehensive driver records. Give us all the comprehensive data, which ICBC is refusing to do. Sure. Right? So, uh, no, no, they're definitely not refusing to do that. Private insurers can get anybody's uh, driver abstract uh, that they want. Any British Columbia can consent to provide that driver abstract to them. Uh, ICBC provides extensive reports to the BC Utilities Commission about their expenses, about uh, the number of collisions, uh, about the, uh, the severity of collisions. All of that information is publicly available. And, and so if they don't have the information, let's assume that they're right. They don't have the information. They need the information. How on earth could they write a report that says that they could offer cheaper insurance in BC if on, in the same breath they're saying they don't have en- enough information well, to write insurance in British Columbia? We know we have double. When there's a collision in BC, we have double the number of people who are injured compared to Alberta. And well, I think that's what, a serious what, issue for us provincially. Yeah. But when they don't even mention that in their reports, it's, it's, it's a fantasy report. Well, and, what they've and, done in their report, Minister, is they've taken a look at 14 different drivers from different areas of British Columbia, different ur- different population centers, exact same vehicle, exact same coverage, and compared it to similar population centers in Alberta and, and did a head-to-head analysis. And by the way, it wasn't the insurance companies that did it. They brought in a big accounting firm, MMP, to, MM, MMP to do it. And that's how they that's how they uh, did the comparison. That seems to be a pretty apples to apples comparison. Yeah, you know, Mike, if that's what they had done, uh, then I wouldn't have a lot to say. But that's not actually what they did. So, for example, they have a an inexperienced driver listed as paying forty three hundred dollars for basic insurance in British Columbia, uh, and the actual amount in the most expensive area of the province for insurance, which is the Lower Mainland. Uh, uh, an inexperienced driver with no experience and their own automobile for, for basic insurance pays $2,200. So I have no idea where they got $4,300 from. I've talked but, to, Minister, I've talked to young drivers in, Alberta, in in BC that are paying a heck of a lot more than 2200 bucks. That's because they're buying optional insurance, including collision, uh, third-party extended liability, and so on. The basic amount well, that you so need what? to drive in BC, which is what they say they're comparing to, right? So they're saying the basic for Alberta and the basic for BC, that's, they say that's what they're comparing. But they're not actually let, comparing those let things. Me, let me ask you this. If, I, if ICBC is so great, why don't you just allow them to compete against these private companies, and then you could put them to shame? And then you'd have a guy, this guy like this Aaron Sutherland guy, I'd have to, you'd have to leave BC with his tail between his legs because ICBC you know, ate their lunch because they're so awesome. Why don't you just sure. let ICBC compete with them? Because they have already issued a report saying that if they um, uh, come to our province, uh, the drivers under the age of 20, this is from the same accounting firm, there's a report that they issued last year, the private insurance company, if you're under 20 years old, and they were allowed to do that, uh, MNT was projecting a 37% increase in premiums. If you're uh, 20 to 24, a 24% increase in premiums, and 25 to 34, an 18% increase in premiums. And the reason for that is that these private insurance companies, when they come in, they don't want to write for everybody. They only want to write for a certain class of drivers, and that means that ICBC picks up the tab for everybody else, which would result in huge increases for a significant portion of the I would love it. I would love if If it was as simple as um, uh, bringing in private insurance for BC, uh, I would love it. But their own reports uh, tell British Columbians that they would see massive increases uh, for everybody under the age of 34. This is their own report. Yes, I know, Minister, but when was that report done? It was done in 2018. It was done before you guys brought in a new rate structure for young drivers, wasn't it? Uh, so they project 
$2,600 under full competition. You got minister, you guys are you guys are sla- you guys are hammering you, you guys are hammering young drivers with huge rate hikes because you restructured respect, the you restructured Mike, the, the premium system. With respect the facts on basic insurance are different. It's $2,200 and change for a, an inexperienced driver in the lower mainland with their own car, which is a fraction of the cost in, in this Alberta report for their basic insurance and a fraction of what they would pay in Ontario. And they are still being subsidized by other drivers in the province. And so yeah. I, I don't mind having a debate about the actual facts of the actual insurance. And it is more expensive for optional for inexperienced drivers. It has to be. They are significantly more expensive to insure. Um, and the uh, previous government's willingness to uh, to um, ignore that issue resulted yeah. in billion-dollar losses, the connection between risk and the amount of the cost of insurance. Well, you guys have been in power for two and a half years, and they're still losing money, aren't they? Uh, so we're very close to break even this year. We saved about a billion dollars, and we have significant reforms coming in the spring. I think we've stabilized ICDC's finances. I think we've stabilized rates, and you'll see that. And... Uh, I think that we will find a way to provide lower rates to British Columbians. I'm confident in the reforms we're bringing forward, Mike. Uh, just give us a little bit more time, and uh, and you'll see what we've got in mind. Do you think ICBC is an efficient, well-run corporation? Uh, no. No, I think that uh, ICBC was driven into a ditch by the previous government over, over a period of about a decade. They took a money-making corporation that provided low rates to British Columbians. They siphoned money out of it. They ignored very practical recommendations for reform to make sure that it continued to make money and provide low rates. And we ended up in the mess we're in of a corporation losing a billion dollars. So it uh, needed and continues to need significant reforms, which we're engaged in. But when I take a look at the, let's take a look look at the payroll at ICBC, they got like 6,000 employees there. And you compare that to other insurance companies in Canada of, of a similar size. ICBC's a $6 billion business. They got 6,000 employees. Compare it to a company like Aviva Canada, similar size corporation with $5 billion. They got 3,000 employees. They got half the employees that ICBC's got. Is that efficient? Right. Two, two easy responses to that. Uh, the first is, that ICBC does significantly more than auto insurance in our province. Uh, when you go into your driver's license renewal, uh, when you do uh, road safety initiatives, uh, ICBC has extensive uh, work that they do in these areas for British Columbia. That's two hundred. That's two hundred million. That's two hundred million. That's two hundred million bucks a year with five hundred people doing that work. Uh, I don't know where you're getting uh, that number from, Mike, but I can tell you that uh, ICBC has significantly more responsibilities than a private insurance company in Ontario does. And I can also tell you that ICBC CEO earns about one, oh, probably about a tenth of what the CEO of that private corporation earns. And the same would be true for the executive level at that corporation. Minister Eby, I'm going to be speaking to Liberal leader Andrew Wilkinson later on the show. He has talked about doing a full-scale review of ICBC. He said he hasn't ruled out private sector competition or maybe even breaking ICBC up and privatizing it. What questions do you think he needs to answer for British Columbians? Sure. When they were in power, they did 10 reports in 10 years, uh, including exactly the report uh, that Mr. Wilkinson is describing, looking at best practices in other jurisdictions. Uh, None of those reports, uh, as far as I can tell, did they follow their recommendations. They left us with a huge mess. And even Gordon Campbell, the champion of privatization, looked at ICBC and did not privatize it. Neither did Mr. Wilkinson's government when he was in power from 2013 to 2017. And the reason is they know the same thing that I do is it would increase rates for British Columbians 
and the private insurance industry is telling us that them, themselves in their own reports. Okay. And these comparisons to Alberta were made on uh, trumped-up numbers that make absolutely no sense. Minister, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That is David Eby. He is the Attorney General of B.C. He's responsible for ICBC.